Yup. It's about to happen. Come on, man. Let's do this. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. It is me, your man, Ken. We are kicking it with Ken Conversations to help you to live way better here in the studio again. And we are about to go in. So today's topic is faith. (laughs) I'm going in heavy today. What is faith? Well, the New Oxford Dictionary calls faith or defines faith as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Again, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Now, while I do believe in God, I am not a religious man. So please understand that this is not a sermon. I'm not here to talk about whether you should be religious or not be religious. That is not what this is about at all. A little bit about my background. I used to be a Jehovah's Witness. I was one of those people knocking on your door and I was very devout for about 14 years or so. And I was one of those people who was always good at explaining the details of passages in the Bible, concepts in the Bible, all of that. That was my thing. That's what I did. That's what I believed in. And as much as I am not now religious or a person who follows the Bible or even follows the teachings of the Bible, it is clear as a bell to me that there is a lot of wisdom to be found in the Bible. There are a lot of great concepts and teachings in the Bible. So when it comes to defining faith, I thought it would be a good place to start to consider some of the definitions of faith. Here we go. The New Century translation of the Bible in Hebrews the 11th chapter in verse 1 defines faith this way. Faith means being sure of the things we hope for and knowing that something is real even if we don't see it. Being sure of the things we hope for. In other words, the thing we have faith in is not currently present. It has yet to come. It's something we hope for. However, We know that something is real, even if we do not see it. That's one scriptural passage defining faith. In another translation called God's God's Word Translation, it it defines, I'm going to get my words together. It defines faith this way in Hebrews 11.1. Faith assures us, of the things we expect is not here. We expect it. In fact, we because we expect it, we have a certain confidence that it's going to come. And it continues and convinces us of the existence of things we cannot see. So again, there's two elements. The thing is not here, yet we are confident that it's going to be here. And we, we are convinced that it's going to be here. 
The Holman Christian Standard Bible defines the same verse this way. It says, now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. It goes a step further that faith is proof of what is not seen. It is the reality that is what of what is hoped for. So again, it's not here yet. In, however, faith is the proof to the person having faith of what is not seen. So faith is conviction. It's being convinced. It is being assured. Now, faith is not blind faith. In fact, the term blind faith, to my mind, is a bit of a, a misnomer. At the very least, blind faith is foolish. Blind faith is like wishful thinking. It's, uh, it's being hopeful. And being hopeful can be good. Being hopeful can give us optimism. It can help us to get through rough times, rough seasons. It can help us to uh, be positive, in, which is like optimism. Being hopeful is a good thing. However, hope is not the same is faith, real, true, powerful faith, faith that can change your life is backed up by evidence, is backed up by proof. Think about a criminal court case. Jurors weren't at the scene of the crime. They didn't actually see the crime happen. The lawyers on both sides of the case present evidence that is hopefully compelling enough to convince the jury that the defendant did or did not commit the crime in question. If one side or the other presents evidence that is powerful and convincing enough, the jury can have faith in whatever side presented the best possible evidence. So juries don't go into court and right off the rip just say, well, he's guilty or he's not guilty, having heard no evidence at all. So when it comes to faith in general, for it to be solid and real, it must be supported by evidence, by facts, and then armed with the facts, evidence, and experience, we too can have faith. Faith is conviction. It is knowing. I said at the top of this, the, this piece that this is not a sermon. So you may, we may be wondering why I'm talking about faith. I'm talking about faith because it can change your life. Faith can make you work harder. It can make you work longer. It can make you search wide, near and far to find solutions to challenges. Faith can, can give you superhuman abilities in a lot of different ways. Faith is a very, very, very powerful thing. Parents may know uh, that having faith in their children can help their children do better in school. I heard uh, Tony Robbins once once talk about how long do you let your do you teach your kids how to walk? You teach your kids how to walk until they can walk because you have faith that in time they are absolutely going to walk. So I want to tell you about an experience I had that illustrates what 
faith is. So a lot of you have heard about or heard of no of the singer, the great, great, great soul singer, R&B singer, Patti LaBelle. She is a, a force of nature. I've seen her, I believe, three times. The second or third time, I don't remember which one now, but it wasn't the first time. I was well aware that every time that Patti has a show, she calls several men up out of the audience to sing with her. I believed. In fact, I, it was more than belief. I was convinced. I had faith that I was going to sing with Patti LaBelle. She was going to pick me. And so I started getting my demo together. I started working on my little uh, bio and all that and got a little package together. Had some difficulties with it, but I, pre I worked on it and prevailed because I knew I was going to sing with Patti LaBelle. So we get to the venue and I knew we had really good seats. We were about two or three rows in front of the stage. And Patty's doing her thing, getting busy. Sure enough, the point in the show comes when she calls for six men out of the audience. So I rush up to the stage because I know I'm going to sing with Patty LaBelle. So she picks one, two, three, four, five, six people. It's like she is picking all around me. It was crazy. She didn't pick me. However, amongst all this noise, all the people screaming and yelling, Patty, 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 my sister who was with me said, Patty, he can sing, pointing to me. Through all of that, she heard my sister, looked at me, and called me up onto the stage. I jumped up on that stage like Superman, and I sang with Patty LaBelle. I am convinced that I sang with Patti LaBelle because I had faith and I knew that I would and the universe conspired to make it happen. Let me explain it to you another way. I am a contractor and from time to time, I have guys working with me. I may on occasion have them go down to the truck to get a uh, adjustable wrench. And they will go and look in the toolbox, maybe look on the floor, maybe they'll look under the hood next to the engine, I don't know. They look for it, come back, and it's happened a number of times, they say they can't find it. Now, I know there's an adjustable wrench down in the truck. I may not know exactly where it's at, but it's there. So, I go down. Again, I didn't know where it was any more than they knew where it was. And I look until I find it. You see, there is a difference between going to look for something and going to find it. There's a difference between trying to find things and actually finding things. There's a difference between hoping something will happen and having ironclad faith that it will happen. I believe that if you just hope so, you might as well not even bother. Every year I throw a really nice cookout of something that I enjoy doing. And if a person says, well, 
I hope I can come. Or they say, I'm going to try to make it. I have learned that with almost certainty, they will not make it. Put another way, if you're trying, you're lying. Hoping is it's just a waste of time. It's, it's a waste of time if, if that's how you live, if you live just hoping you can do something. Again, having hope in and of itself is a good thing. It, it can lead to a lot of good mindset uh, conditions. It can make you optimistic, all these things. I've talked about it. But hope, hoping you're going to do something or can do something, don't even bother. So what does this all mean for you? For all the pessimism, for all the hopelessness and all the, the down and outness that exists, exists in the world, there are still countless opportunities available to each and every one of us. For everyone that goes broke, there is someone getting paid. For every heartbroken, lonely person, and I promise you I understand these feelings very well, but there are people who find love in the same world that we all live in. The biggest difference between those who have and those who have not, those that win and those that lose is conviction. It's knowing. It is faith. I remember a scene from the film, I believe it was called Notorious, and it was about the rapper Biggie. And there was a scene in it where Puffy, they call him, he calls himself Diddy now. I still call him Puffy. But he says, if you drop me in the jungle butt naked, I will find a way to get money. And that, my friends, is faith. That is the kind of faith that makes things happen. Now, say what you want about Diddy or Puffy or whatever, but that dude is convicted. He is convinced. He has faith in himself and not surprisingly, he's a billionaire. Now, you may not want to become a billionaire. There's a lot that comes along with that kind of wealth. There's a lot of sacrifice, stress, but there's something that you do want. And if it's something that's just beyond your reach, right now, maybe you don't think you can have it or achieve it, but I'm telling you, you can, you can, you can, you can. But first, you have to have faith that you can. You have to know that you can, but it doesn't stop there. And I'm sure that you've heard the saying also from the Bible, faith without works is dead. Faith drives work. It drives the effort. Faith makes you do the things necessary to accomplish the goal. It makes you go hard enough. It makes you go long enough. It makes you uh, get resources you may not have found otherwise. It makes you research enough. Faith is the thing that makes you convicted. And the more convicted you are, the more effective and well-directed your efforts will be. So then, Logical question will be, how do you develop this kind of ironclad, powerful faith? Well, it's belief. You have to increase your belief. 
And then the next question is, well, what is belief? Occasionally, I listen to a woman, her name is Esther Hicks, and she explains belief like this. She says that belief is a thought you keep on thinking. It's a thought you keep on thinking. Belief is a thought you keep on thinking. Now, that thought may waver from time to time, but you have to keep on thinking it until it's solid and consistent. And when you do, your belief will be fortified. You can keep on thinking. And if you think that you're a successful business owner, in time, the efforts will follow the thoughts and you become a successful business owner. Keep on thinking that you're in a loving relationship. And those thoughts will drive the the efforts, the energies, the mindset to get a loving relationship. Keep on thinking that you have abundance and your belief will bring abundance to you because your beliefs will direct your actions. Now, your belief may not change immediately. It almost certainly will not. But in time, if you consistently keep on thinking the thoughts your belief will change. In time, you'll be able to hold the thought in your mind long enough and intensely enough that it will fortify your belief and that will fortify your faith. It will take root and solidify. And now armed with this new powerful ironclad faith, you will be able to attack your goals knowing that you can achieve them. This kind of person, a person with powerful faith that knows they can accomplish something, cannot be resisted for long. You can be that kind of person. You can accomplish amazing things. There are no limits on what is possible for you, but there's a process. And you can begin that process today. It's your world. Go out and claim it. So thank you for much. Thank you so much. That's the podcast this week. I am so appreciated, appreciative. My words. I'm so appreciative of your spending this time with me and kicking it with me. I want to ask you that if any of this material resonated with you, please subscribe to the podcast. You'll get notified when new episodes comes out and it helps everything. Also, Share it with people. Share it with everybody. Let's make this something to 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 benefit from, to to grow our our possibilities together. Also, I have a daily newsletter called Hello Sunshine. It, the easiest way to get to it is on my website kenharge.com. If you're watching on the screen, it's right here kenharge.com. If you're listening, it is KenHarge.com. Go to the top of the page. There's a link that says Hello Sunshine. Uh, That will lead you to a form to put in your email address. It's a very brief, uplifting way to start your day. It's a a short, easy read. And I'm going to be hitting you every day with something inspirational, positive to get your day going. All right. Thanks again for hanging out with me. Thanks for kicking it with me. We'll do a skin next week. All right, it's your man, Ken.